tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. House Incorporated. He has also participated in and presented papers on media rights and freedom of expression issues at various national, regional, and international conferences. Mr. Abraima, you have your turn now. All right, um, thank you very much, uh, Dr. Teodora. Good morning to you, Samson. Um, good morning. Good morning to the colleague, uh, colleagues who have spoken earlier and our esteemed guests and, and, and viewers. Well, I think that um, after 30 years of uh, our democratic journey as a nation, there couldn't have been a better time to evaluate the role of the media in our governance and development agenda. So this morning, um, I'll be attempting to diagnose the Ghanaian media within the context of 30 years of our democracy. And I will do so, I know that we don't have much time. I will do so by, um, from basically three broad perspectives. Um, by firstly looking at the context, and then secondly, I will look at the Ghanaian media landscape as others have spoken about it over the last 30 years. And whether or not the media have played the role expected of them 
in the democratic dispensation. The third area will briefly be um, a diagnosis of some of the challenges that limit the media's role and effectiveness in our governance and democratic efforts. And then I'll conclude by uh, sharing some reflections that will point us to perhaps some of the reforms that we need in order to make the media play its fourth estate role uh, effectively and help rather than hurt our democratic progress as a nation. Well, I think earlier speakers have made the point that there is a historical link between governance and development and the media sector in our country. So right from the colonial days to the post-colonial era uh, to what we have now, there have always been an agenda for the media. And that is why, for example, Dr. Nkrumah, even before 19, before the, the independence in 1948, set up the Accra Evening News, and right after independence set up the GNA, the Ghana News Agency, um, the Ghanaian Times, and then subsequently the Daily Graphic in 1962. These were all attempts to ensure that the media are utilized as a critical player within the national governance architecture um, at that time. And so in recognition of the role that the media have to play, every government in our nation, whether military or civilian, has sought to use uh, the media in one way or the other. The difference has always been that military regimes would always prefer a repressive architecture that would get the media to be um, a propagator of government's agenda. And then on the other hand, civilian regimes have tended to appreciate the need for a liberal environment that would enable the media to thrive. And so coming into the Fourth Republic um, in 1992-93, um, it was clear that the framers of the constitution were of the view that Ghana's constitution, Ghana's democracy would thrive better if information, the information ecosystem is said that it would allow people to dis disseminate their views freely and enable public debate in a robust way and ensure that public uh, opinions are mobilized and consensus built. The, the makers of the constitution also certainly were convinced that what was needed for the attainment of an enlightened society was a free, independent, pluralistic media ecosystem, rather than a repressive environment that prevailed under the PNDC at the time. It was also deemed that such a free media landscape was necessary for the attainment of the cardinal aspirations of the Constitution that are outlined in Chapter 6 of the Constitution and designated as the directive principles of state policy. For me, it is therefore not surprising that the current constitution grants such expansive uh, freedoms and independence um, to the media. And I believe it was Dr. Enimwa uh, Yeboah who talked about the fact that, look, various clauses under chapter 12 of the constitution talks about there shall be no censorship, no impediments to the establishment of the media, no licenses required for the establishment and operation of the media, no governmental interference or control and editors shall not be punished for their views expressed through the, the media. Even though there are limitations, of course, within the Constitution on the grounds of national security, public order, public morality, and respect for freedoms and rights of other persons, as, as contained in uh, Article 164 of the Constitution, there is no doubt that the drafters of our Constitution genuinely wanted a free, independent media landscape. But 
Of course, we do recognize that the Constitution does not grant these media freedoms and independence just for the sake of it, because it imposes a constitutional duty or obligation on the media. And something you stated that in your introduction, that the Constitution says the media shall be free to uphold the principles and objectives of the Constitution, and not just that, but they shall also uphold the responsibility and accountability of the government to the people of Ghana. So I think it is important to make the fundamental point that when the media and journalists are acting in ways to hold government and appointees accountable, they are simply performing a constitutional duty. And that takes me to the second area of my submission, which is to look at the media landscape following the guarantees of all these freedoms and independence, and the critical issue of whether and how the media have played the roles expected of them within the last 30 years of our democratic enterprise. Now, in terms of what has happened within the landscape, it is obvious that since the, night, and the Constitution came into force in 1993, the media landscape has unsurprisingly witnessed very significant changes. The broadcast sector in particular, as others have alluded to, has perhaps witnessed the most dramatic change. For example, prior to the 1993 and 1993, there was just that single state-owned government controlled at the time radio and television network operated by Ghana Broadcasting Corporation. 30 years on, this has changed. In fact, the latest available figures by the National Communications Authority indicate that as at the end of 2022, there were 513 radio stations on air. And I'm talking about those on air and not those who have acquired uh, frequency authorizations to operate, which are around 700 plus. The number of TV stations within the same period has also increased from just what we knew to be GTV, that single station, to 117 stations now. And in fact, I believe the figures would have changed between end of 2022 and now. The print media ecosystem has experienced the same thing and the online space, as Professor Amin and others have also spoken about it, has also had dramatic changes. For example, um, as at you know, the year 2000, there were just about 30,000 internet users in Ghana, according to um, World Internet Stats. The number increased to 10.1 million by 2017 and 16.9 by June 2022. And then, of course, there's also the ever-increasing uh, penetration and access to internet, mobile phones, and so on, which is enabling people to access diverse content even beyond our, our borders. So the growth and development of the media sector of course, has, was also boosted by the repeal of the criminal libel law and in 2019, the passage of the Access to Information um, Act. So one would say that overall, there appear to have been some symbiotic relationship between the expansion of the media industry and then the growth of our democracy. Now, with that said, the other vital question to ask would be uh, whether the expansion we have witnessed has translated into a better and more robust execution of the duties imposed on the media to safeguard and uphold the objectives and the principles of the Constitution, and as well as holding the government accountable to the people? My answer here would be no and yes. First of all, uh, there's no doubt that the Ghanaian media have played significant roles 
uh, in our governance and democratic evolution. The media have remained central to stakeholder advocacy, to good governance, for public education, for the inclusion of voices and empowerment of the marginalized people. We know about investigative journalists, both recent ones and past ones, who have done great jobs to expose wrongdoing in government and to make public officers um, accountable to the people. Through the media, we know that certain crimes could, which sometimes may, be, may have been committed have been averted. And one can go on and on to uh, elaborate some of the significant contributions of our media to our democratic uh, processes and governance. So yes, the media have played some considerable uh, roles. But we need to also acknowledge that despite those contributions, the conduct of some journalists and some media outlets have really tended to hurt rather than help our democratic advancement and national development. And I would just perhaps highlight one or two of such problems. Now, emboldened by partisan and other interests, it has become very common to hear or see people baselessly abuse one another on radio or attack others on television or online. In fact, fabrications and outright lies and unsubstantiated allegations in sections of the media are now being perpetrated with disdain as if it is normal. And sometimes it is done to suggest as though the constitutional guarantees of media freedom also guarantees media recklessness. But as we all do know, that is not really the case. And I would just want to illustrate um, for purposes of uh, clarity and provide an example. From in June uh, to, to from June 2020 to May 2021, for example, the MFWA monitored uh, and recorded 1,754 incidents of unethical conduct on just 10 Accra-based local uh, language radio stations. Now, just three of those stations, three out of the 10, accounted for 83.4% of those ethical breaches. And these stations happen to be those uh, that are partisan and well-known with well-known partisan owners. Now, within the same period ahead of the 2020 elections, we monitored hate speech, abusive language, unethical language on 60 radio stations across the country. And here too, out of the 60 stations, just four of them accounted for 74% of the incidents of hate speech, abusive content, pro-violent expressions that were recorded. Now tied to the problem of unprofessionalism and sheer recklessness is the problem of the proliferation of misinformation, disinformation within the media space, and nowadays especially on the internet-based uh, media outlets. And then connected to the above are other problems that sometimes limit the capacity of the media to exercise or execute their mandate as required of them within our democracy. And I would again just basically list a few of them. First is the issue of attacks, threats, and abuses against journalists, which unfortunately has been on the rise over the last um, five years. For example, between 2017 to 2020 alone, we recorded 74 incidents of media rights violations. This means that this translates to more than one incident every single month of an abuse against journalists. 
And these, unfortunately, have continued even beyond 2020. The unfortunate thing is that they happen with impunity because perpetrators are not punished. This certainly has the tendency of nurturing a culture of self-censorship uh, where journalists are unable to really do the work that they can do. And under the circumstances, it takes only courageous journalists to be able to do what the Constitution requires of journalists in terms of upholding the government accountable, the government and appointees, and of course, everyone accountable to the people of Ghana. The second is a, a, an issue that uh, a lot of the earlier speakers have talked about, which is the non-transparent allocation of frequencies. Non-transparent, but also partisan. When the NDC is in power, frequencies are dished out to NDC folks. When the MPP is in power, it is the same. Someone would say, but what is the problem with that? They are Ghanaians. Yes, the problem is that nearly all such media outlets exist usually not for the business of journalism, but basically to serve the parochial interest of their owners and the political parties that they are affiliated with. Practices as such media outlets, therefore, are guided by partisan interest rather than journalistic ethics and the national interest. Now, the final and perhaps the biggest issue that I would want to share is the absence of an effective media regulatory mechanism. Again, other speakers have spoken about it. But I believe right from the beginning, we were aware. And I would want to reference what Justice Afred said in 1993, in March 1993. This was just three months into the operationalization of the Constitution. And he said, and this is uh, late Justice. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder. 
la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Ok, Alfred, you said that institutional framework within which independent broadcast stations will have to operate is yet to be set up. This was 1993. Obviously, and I'm still quoting you, the media commission, that is the NMC, will have an important role to play in the establishment and development of such a framework. The measures it will need to take to ensure the establishment and maintenance of the highest journalistic standard in the mass media will affect the quality of service provided by the broadcasting services. He goes on to say, and I quote him again, in the end, it will be the responsibility of Parliament and the Media Commission to strike a proper balance between order and license, between the constitutional aim of non-governmental interference and the preservation of the cultural, social, and moral values of our nation, unquote. Unfortunately, 30 years on, a legal framework within which the hundreds of radio stations and the proliferation of the digital media, as well as the television networks that we are having, within which these networks should operate, does not exist. There are no laws regulating radio and television broadcasting standards in Ghana, even as the sector keeps growing and getting complex by the day. Apart from the legal lacuna within the broadcasting space, there is also the problem of the inefficiency and incapacity on the part of the National Media Commission, which is the regulator. 30 years of, I must say that 30 years after its creation, at this point, the Media Commission has become really powerless it is under-resourced, and it has become moribund, and we need to say it as it is. At the moment, in fact, one can safely argue that the National Media Commission is hardly living up, up to its obligation of, as the Constitution says, and I quote, taking all appropriate measures to ensure the establishment and maintenance of the highest journalistic standards in the mass media. And this is provided for under Article 167B of the Constitution. These days, in fact, decisions of the Media Commission are sometimes disregarded with impunity by media organizations and journalists against whom such decisions are made. And there are several examples that one can cite. But the NMC would say, go and retract, apologize, and they will sit on that same network that was used to commit the infraction and say, to hell with the NMC. There was even an occasion where a member of the commission who was the editor-in-chief of a newspaper representing Primpa, his her media organization had done something that the NMC deemed unprofessional and unethical. And the instruction was retract and apologize. What was done was that the next day, an editorial was written within that same newspaper chastising the NMC and accusing the NMC of bias. And this is a commission that the editor-in-chief of that newspaper was a member of. So I would, because of time, now proceed to basically conclude by saying that everything that people have said here points us to one thing, that there is an urgent need for media reforms uh, within the country. And I will basically go on to list maybe two or three of them that I will put forward. One is that the National Media Commission, the time has come for it to be reformed. And those reforms, I believe, must include one, a reduction of the number of commissioners 
to perhaps a maximum of seven, rather than the current 18 members. And I believe it is also important that when the commissioners are finally reduced, it is important to maybe have a full-time chair, like what we have for, let's say, the NCCE or the Electoral Commission, so that the commission will become more effective. Beyond that, it is important for the commission to have you know, powers to sanction erring and recalcitrant media outlets and journalists. Because what is the point if they have no power to rein in recalcitrant journalists and media organizations? And then, of course, the NMC must be adequately resourced going forward. The second point is what people have said, the need for the broadcasting law um, at this time, because without a law to regulate what is happening, we are basically getting ourselves into a situation that will be a mess for all, all of us. The third point is that there must be transparency within the allocation of frequencies by the NCA. And beyond that, owners who are being granted frequencies must be made known so that everyone will know this station belongs to this person, that station belongs to that person. And therefore, it is not surprising if all they do is to propagate MPP agenda or NDC agenda. Thank you. And the new president Thank must you. also take yeah. uh, immediate steps to improve the safety of journalist conditions in our country. And then the final thing is that it is important that we continue with the media capacity building efforts that the various institutions and organizations have been embarking upon over the years. And I would want to end here by thanking all of you um, and to say that to our audience and viewers, um, thank you very much for the privilege of your company. Thank you. Listen. Thank you very much, Sile. Thank you very, very much. Those are very insightful um, recommendations. And I believe that uh, this discussion is mainly for us to take on the recommendations, most importantly, um, diagnose the the illnesses and then find solutions and the solutions are the most important here right uh thank you so very much dr theodora dame agentete my co-host it's been such a pleasure having you and i've got good messages coming in my way and also expressing thanks to you thank for co-hosting the show with us thank you very much thank you very much so this has been our uh, show for today that is your joy change speaker series five i'm samson ladia yanini and she is theodora dami agentity <laughs>